Hello. Hello. Welcome Hi. to the patch. The most different patch we've ever done. This, this week is with the Bill, this week brought to you by Truck Club. Mm-hmm. I'm proud about that. Uh, this week also, oh, there it is over there. Uh, this week also, uh, yeah, no desk, just chilling. We're just chilling, chilling, and also four people. Flopping. I'm chilling. I'm chilling. I, I really like these beanbag chairs. These well, are so here's the thing, and no, and no hourglass. Uh, from Game Club, which we shot oh, recently, Megan and I had to switch. Someone help! Uh, because there's a giant hole there, and uh, we were hoping the giant divot that has been created in this beanbag would affect Meg less. Yeah, <laughs> it's just now you can't see the bottom half of my body. Oh, hey! Hey! So we just we need somebody like we needed to give that to a giant to just hold up and like punch it until everything's <laughs> redistribute. Even again. Yeah, just hop up and down. That's what you long. do. Like my love sack. That's what they tell you to do. They tell you to. They punch tell you it. to get a giant and flail no, they it. tell you to punch it. Punch it? Like, yeah, it's memory foam. You want to break up like the blocks that form. Look at this thing; it's huge. This is not. Yeah. Awesome. I mean, how much this you cannot would it punch. Okay. I'm, I'm accelerating time. <laughs> oh, sorry, I was fast forwarding for you, and nobody else got the joke or liked it. No, it's totally no, good. I got it. I just didn't I like there. it. Yeah. I think it's bad. Oh. It's a little out of breath. Yeah, yeah. Um. So it's uh the most wonderful time of year, the holidays. Also, the most slowest time of year for video game news because everything's out, everything's done. It's We're... a nice chance to get caught up, though. I'm, I'm right now. I'm playing uh, Tomb Raider, uh, Rise of the Tomb Raider. Uh-huh. It, I hate the name of that game because it, it's like the new Planet of the Apes movies for me. I never remember if it's Dawn of the Planet of the Apes or Rise of the Planet of the Apes. Uh, Is it the Dawn or are they rising? Right. Come I, don't, on. I don't know. So anyway, I'm playing Rise of the Tomb Raider <laughs> right now uh, to try to get caught up. Which uh, you're confusing with what exactly? Are you thinking it's like Tomb, Dawn Tomb of the Tomb Raider, Rise of the Tomb Raider? Like, yeah. it's just confusing to me. That's um, two titles. How's that confusing? Dawn of the Planet of the Apes and Rise of the Planet of the Apes is confusing too. He's saying he can't remember things. But it's Tomb Raider and then Rise of the Tomb Raider. But why wasn't Rise first? She rose and then she was the Tomb Raider. No, 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 she no. Knocked down That's a how lot she knocked She was the Tomb Raider. Raider. Like it, it's like when she had her share moment, Tomb Raider. And then she was like, now I rise. <laughs> right, she had to become the Tomb Raider before she could rise as the Tomb Have Raider. Have any of you played the game or are y'all just shitting on no, me? No, we're just shitting That was the game that I was like, I'm going to play this before Fallout 4 because I want to make sure that I get this in. And then I got like distracted with holiday shit. Yeah. I, they, they have a, a really good mechanic in that game uh, i assume y'all played the last one yes uh, where you can like press in on the right thumbstick and you see like objectives highlighted the in the world yeah the, uh, you can see like hunter sense or what what is it called in that game uh instinct survival instincts instinct. there you go you see like uh, a pillar of light where your quest goal is and then you see you know materials you can harvest in the world uh, illuminated all like around Dragon you yeah, but the thing, the problem I have is I feel like I'm going to wear out pushing in on the right stick mm-hmm. on my controller because I'm just constantly like, push, 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 push. Like, just trying to see where uh, all the resources that are. That game makes me appreciate. Uh, I have played about, I think about halfway through Tomb Raider, and then I got distracted by Fallout. Um, Rise of the Tomb Raider, you mean? Well, it's it's two titles. Oh, Keep oh, your shit straight. It's still Tomb Raider. I'm in a hole, but I can't, like, properly clown <laughs> Get back in your hole. Uh... <laughs> That game really <laughs> makes me appreciate the Elite Controller. If, you can, yeah. if you've can, you got one of those, having that paddle on the bottom to do it instead of having to click that stick is way more convenient. Mm. Yeah, and uh, You have an Elite Controller. I Why do. don't you use the I, paddle? I use it. Oh. So you um, don't click the yeah, stick. Yeah. I've got a weird problem where like, I have, we've got two I of those Elite Controllers in the house. <laughs> I have one. But the, <laughs> oh shit, oh shit, my mind. Oh, you do. I hadn't thought to do that, Brian. Blew my mind honestly when you said that. <laughs> this is giddy. I'm so happy. But I'm almost done with the game. 
We'll start over. Finish it in style. Doing a playthrough. Yeah. Um, we've got two of those controllers in the house. The case is somewhere. It's been cleaned, meaning it's somewhere. It's been put somewhere that makes perfect sense, and no one knows where the fuck that is. Mm. So we can't change anything on the elite controllers because we can't find the stuff. Do you have any of the options on it, or are you just going bare controller right now? Um, I I think we might have lost one D pad. Oh god. Uh-oh. And so we we're going to go get that, that circular D-pad for it. Meh. Lost. So it's been temporarily retired. It's, fur- <laughs> it's furloughed. You furloughed the entire Elite controller? We or have just... a second one. Welcome to the first world podcast. The fucking 1%, <laughs> 1% over here. <laughs> but what if you both want to play? Do you fight over it? Uh, no. How do you, win- how do you well, settle we, disputes? We've got one Some person wrestling? who plays... Th- I play on PC. That's what ends up happening. And Elite um, works on PC. Bernie, Bernie and JD are monopolizing the Xbox. Um, Bernie's playing Fallout 4 at the moment, and I've been playing all my PC games. Did you guys do that um, that my year in Xbox thing to see what your numbers were? Like how much you played Xbox? Uh, what I were didn't. your numbers? I didn't. Uh, I mean, I, I think I played 3,100 hours in uh, in this year. Here's the thing that's weird. Okay, so yeah, mine was like about 3100 as well. Uh Jeff's is 16,000. Yeah. What? There <laughs> are 8,000. Yeah, hours it was in like 700 what? days. His was yeah. like broken. Yeah. <laughs> and also it said oh. I've been gaming since 1900. Yeah, several people I are saw that, that, that on yours and I was like maybe that means like he was grandfathered into Xbox Live or something I think like I, Bernie and I talked about it and we speculated that it might be people who were in the Xbox Live beta. Having a start yeah. date before Xbox Live uh-huh. officially existed. That so, makes sense. Yeah, we predate the service, so it doesn't know what date to put. So it puts 1900. Yeah. Uh, I was actually kind of shocked. Uh, my like sense, member sense, which I know Jeff and Michael probably have changed their gamer tags or something, but I'm, I have actually had my gamer tag longer than Jeff or Michael. Wow. Changing your right gamer tag does not reset that timer, though. Oh, because I've oh, gee. I've changed my gamer tag and I still have my like, what is it, twelve years of service? Or I think whatever. Jeff just started a new one at some point. Yeah, right? yeah, I, I did yeah. that. I screwed I think myself that way. The one I have now, I think, is since two thousand four, but it's my second gamer tag. I had one before that mm-hmm. that I just like let go. Which uh, mine's two thousand four as well. But that's pretty close to the. When was the what was the first year? Uh, so the original Xbox came out in 2001. Uh, then Xbox Live launched a year later in 2002. Wow. Okay. It's been a while. Is that right? Yeah, that's right. I should actually post this because that's been a big thing. Um, so you were talking uh, – I'm going to um, – while they look oh, that up, I'm yeah. going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to mention something else. I got it. You were what, – what you got? All right. Uh, let's see. I'm top 1% in uh, gaming hours. <laughs> So well that done, means Ryan. I don't uh, ever well go outside. Uh, this is actually kind of embarrassing. My most active day in 2015 is uh, actually my wife's birthday. Oh, <laughs> oh. I don't know what is happened em- that day. Is it embarrassing or is it just really fucking telling? Did you potentially just like leave your Xbox running? But most active, I presume, means... I mean, I don't know what that stat means, but... Maybe it just means it was on and you were logged in for a full 24 hours. Look, Ryan, we're trying to help maybe, you. Maybe you, were, maybe you were Netflix and chilling for uh, 24 hours. Oh, yeah! <laughs> That's probably not what that means. But uh, let's see. I picked up 21,000 gamer score. Uh, depressingly enough, my most played game is Destiny. Uh, <laughs> I love your love-hate relationship with that game. I've unlocked 989 achievements this year. Uh... And then it gives you a list of like valuable achievements that you've unlocked. See, um, I was I did mine, and I can tell that I've 
I've moved where I game. And mm-hmm. I've moved almost exclusively to PC. Like, anything that I can, like Guacamelee, like, any game I can, I play it on PC. If it's got a controller support, then I'm happy. Why? Like, Guacamelee, or... For one, it's easy. For two, um, we have plenty of PCs in the house, but the TVs are more limited. Um, three... That's no. Those are two good. Two, 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 two good ones. Two Three refer yeah. to one and two. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, I, I saw a really upsetting post on Reddit a few weeks ago. Yeah. Uh, maybe like two or three weeks ago. And, and you're talking about your Elite Controller PC game is what makes me think about this. Um, someone made a post that was like, I, I, and I forget the wording he used, but it was something like, "Oh, my girlfriend let me open my Christmas present early. She tried, but." Lol, I'm a P- LOL, I'm a PC player. And it was a picture of like an, uh, an Xbox Elite controller. And the comments are all like, you can, you can use that, that on the PC, and that's a really thoughtful gift. Why are you being an asshole? Yeah, and he's like, oh, and then he was replying like, oh, well, I play, I forgot the game, like some game, and I'm 99% complete on it, and uh, there's no controller support for that. And everyone's like, don't Dude. be a dick yeah Dude, seriously it's like is that the only game you're ever gonna the play next, like no the next post is like oh my girlfriend left me lol she's uh <laughs> she tried it was so it was like oh my god you know it, it's i think that, i think it's a good gift like laugh that's at my girlfriend gift and like that's a gift to like like she splurged on those are right. not cheap yeah. controllers like and she put in they're, they're what like 150 bucks yeah. yeah and they were sold out for a long time i don't even know if you can buy one today i, I tried to, to buy one as a christmas present for someone and i couldn't they're 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 so, still sold hey, out. Individual dude on Reddit, go fuck yourself. Yeah, yeah, but but I mean, in the comments defense, I mean, people were were super quick to defend the gift, right. which I thought was really interesting because normally people get tied up like yep. in in console wars or like PC yeah. master race or whatever. But they were like, no, you know, that's that's a good gift. Like it was it was. It warmed my cockles to see Reddit come together <laughs> to defend well, the Boy, do you love having your cockles <laughs> Yeah, and cupped. Um, <laughs> some of the, I mean, honestly, a lot of the cross-platform stuff, you I think, works. Oh, yeah, okay. you got to cup them hard. You do. Uh, otherwise, <laughs> Don't they be shy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it, like, for example, Fallout 4. I've, been, I play, I've got Fallout 4 on the PC. That's where I've been playing it. But I've been playing it with controller just because the button combinations to do things like clear scrap from your bases and stuff like that are just, it's ridiculous on the PC. It's like, you gotta hit a button here and then a button way over here and then you take your hand. It's it's awful. But yeah. on the, on a controller, it's just XX done. Yeah, typically, yeah. if it's not an FPS or a strategy game, I just, I tend to prefer a controller. Mm-hmm. And if it's uh, something like a platformer, yeah, that's not even a debate. Yeah, exactly. And so many of those have been uh, good on PC this year that it's, uh, I've used my controller on PC more this year than ever before. Yeah. Uh, which makes me kind of sad sometimes when I have to shoot somebody in the face. But well, and there's um, there's so it's so easy to use a controller now. There's the so we've got we're all upgraded to to Windows 10 in the house and um, have the the adapter thingy, the dongle. Yeah. yeah. So um, first of all, I think Windows 10 has native support for all of the controllers. I think they Does. rolled that back to seven and eight though as well. So they now have support for even the Xbox One controller. They didn't. Well, no, Originally. It, it supported the Xbox One controller wired. Uh, the wireless dongle only recently got eight and seven. There support. we go. That's what I'm thinking of. And so um, we actually, <laughs> we ended up with a weird problem where we bought four of the wireless adapters because sometimes um, Bernie and the boys and I like to all play games together, like, you know, Rocket League or whatever, like do on one PC, whatever mm-hmm. we can play. And uh, a 
Teddy really likes to play what's Gang Beasts. Oh, yeah, that's um, a great game. But we found out that we didn't need all four of those because the one adapter can sync to a bunch of controllers. Ten. Yeah. Ten controllers. So now we have a whole bunch of wireless adapters. No, I just have one for every computer. Yeah. Uh, or get Christmas Pretty, pretty much. Pretty I, much. I, I want to clarify okay. something I said earlier. Okay. So I, I found that guy's post. Okay. Yeah. And it's not as bad as I made it sound. Uh, okay. It was... 100% okay this is this is all this is what he posted along with a picture of the elite controller 100% PC gamer 99% in Europa Universal Universalis 4 okay yeah wife bought me a christmas present it's the thought that counts still shitty it's still shitty, still, still and, shitty. And, but and then he he clarifies in the comments she saw me struggling with a 7 year old 360 pad with metal gear solid 5 so that's what tipped her off it's like okay so then great. So you she do did great. play other so she games. did great You're right so yeah. she did great yeah yeah and then like yeah, and then the comments are like, wait, you're complaining because your wife bought you a $150 gamepad for Christmas? I'm sure there are plenty of people who would like to have a wife that thoughtful. Yeah. You saw you struggling I'd with the controller got you a better controller. Lord. Bitch. <laughs> well, you know, it's the thought of the cones. You know, you know also, what? Good, good job, wife. What did you, you get, get her? Yeah. Huh? Let me judge your gift. <laughs> well, apparently, he got her a smackdown on himself from all. Yeah, of that. exactly. Here, I'm just gonna I'm gonna take yeah. these comments and print them out and wrap them up for you. <laughs> yeah, apparently, you got me a great gift. Here's yeah. uh, here's all the internet. Uh, the internet thinks so too. Also, I was shitting on it. I forgot to tell you that part. But uh. <laughs> um, so uh, I'm I'm gonna uh, step back a few yeah. uh, iterations here, a few conversations. Um, so I've been, like I mentioned, I've been playing a lot of Rise of the Tomb Raider. Uh-huh. And we sat down and we were talking the other day and we said that, you know, we all play enough games so that if we ever encountered something weird in the game that yes. we should uh, we should capture it and bring it in. Oh, yeah? So, uh, I, and then like literally that night I was playing Rise of the Tomb Raider and then I had like one of those weird glitches. So it's almost like yeah. fa- like a Fails of the Week submission. All right. Uh so I don't know if uh if they have it queued up or if uh if Control Room has that if they can if, if they not, can pull we'll just, up. We'll if not I'll I'll talk about it and I'll I'll vamp. We'll but they have a lot of really interesting things in that game where you know you're the way you traverse environment and climb mm-hmm. and and the the colors that they use to indicate like what surfaces you can you can like kind of boost up on and it reminds me a lot of Uncharted. Yeah. Like Uncharted does, you know, yeah. a very similar thing. In Rise of the Tomb Raider or in, in this Tomb Raider reboot series, it's always like a white color. Like if you see white, mm-hmm. you know, you can like jump on the wall and go up. And I feel like in Uncharted, they use like a lot of yellow and red, like colors that pop out uh, from the background. Prisoners away. What the, about how far into it are you? Uh, I'm just about to. I'll probably finish it tonight. I'm like, oh, okay. At the, at the, at the very end of the game. I think they've got okay. the video. All right. So All I was right. trying yes. to, uh, to climb up a wall uh, using the aforementioned... Uh, Skills and you can see I was using my survival instincts because uh, I do that all the time. The trees are really hard to climb sometimes, yeah. uh, and, I, and I like this uh, this axe mechanic. And this was my first time in this area. I wasn't quite sure where I was supposed to go, and I figured I was supposed to go up. And I tried. It looks like an up. Didn't quite make it, so I, was, I tried again. But I jumped off to the side and whoa! Oh, oh no! no! I was like. Recovery. <laughs> I was like, okay, uh, I, I guess I didn't die. I didn't take damage. She just went around. I just kind of wrapped around the tree a few times. And she stuck appeared. the landing. Yeah, yeah. and there's the landing. Ridiculously underdressed for that environment. Come on, get her a coat. Uh, oh, I that's, that's the story of Tomb Raider of forever. That's <laughs> true. Although she did have that one really cool suit. Was it Tomb Raider three? Like her sick like wetsuit that she took on the jet skis. Yeah. Mm. You can uh, you can change. Like, you can unlock additional outfits and change them. Uh, but uh, right now, I only do have, they I have give a, you additional abilities? Because they do. some like, of them do. Yeah. They better. Actually, the the like the for the indigenous kind of people 
clothing yeah. set uh, is really useful because, especially if you're playing on hard, which I, I think that's what my run is. Does it come with a coat? It comes with a coat. Also, uh, sometimes when you heal yourself, doesn't use any resources. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah, which is very important because your health doesn't come back any other way on hard. No. Um, yeah, that sucks. Yeah. I don't want to sidetrack the conversation, but sitting in this hole sucks. <laughs> but, <laughs> right? <laughs> I feel like I can't be comfortable because my shoulders are so much higher than where everything is supposed to be. It's an awful hole. I wonder if we can find like a pillow to You want jam me to do an ad read so you can fix that? Thank you. Yeah, let me, uh, let me read this. Uh, you go find her a pillow or something. I uh, want to remind everyone, this episode of The Patch is brought to you by Trunk Club. Last-minute gifts, crowded airports, the family, you have enough things to worry about during the holidays. Your outfit shouldn't be one of them. Trunk Club has your back. Trunk Club takes the hassle out of shopping by shipping you a trunk of clothes that fit perfectly and make you look like a million bucks with all new fall and winter styles. At trunkclub.com slash thepatch, you answer simple questions about your style, preferences, and size, and are assigned an expert stylist. They curate clothes from the best premium brands, and you approve... You're in front of my camera. <laughs> uh, they curate clothes from the best premium brands, and you approve of what you like. And just like that, a trunk arrives on your doorstep filled with hand-picked clothes that are perfect for you. Try them on. Keep what you like. Easily return what you don't in their prepaid trunk. It's not a subscription service. You only pay for the clothes you keep from your trunk. No hidden charges, just great clothes. It's the busiest, most hectic time of year, but you can still look fantastic. Get started today at Trunk Club, and Trunk Club will style you for free. Plus free shipping both ways. You only pay for the clothes you keep. To take advantage, go to trunkclub.com slash the patch. One last time, it's trunkclub.com slash the patch for a trunk filled with clothes you'll love wearing. These are trunk club pants I'm wearing right now. So thanks to trunk I club. I just feel like a hen that's sitting on a bunch <laughs> of eggs. You keep, you keep those warm. Well, uh, you're not supposed to have the pillows below your feet. Yeah, we, well, I'm trying to like, like you, you stack them up back here. Well, you had them. Like, I was trying to create like, was, like a recliner situation. <laughs> what is all? What's like this is? I'd worse. rather be in the hole. <laughs> <laughs> Can we just talk about the Hitler pillow? Why do we have a Hitler pillow? Somebody I don't know. made it from. I think it's from on the spot. Yeah, let's oh. see. I love Hitler as a verb by James Willems. Yep. Yes. Okay. Yeah, sounds that like something sounds, he would say. That's all right. <laughs> You look like you you've popped up a bit. You're, yeah. you're not quite as thick. Ah, yeah, you know. It's because I couldn't like lean my arm. I was like leaning like this. Well, look, you kind of pop this right under there. There you okay, go. Now yeah. you got an no. armrest. Thank you. We're oh. just building a chair on top of a chair. Um, this is not an insurmountable problem. So, I, like like I said, I think I'm going to finish Rise of the Tomb Raider tonight. Uh, then I think I don't know what I'm going to play next. I feel like. What have you played well, of the the big games that came out? Do you- so I, I was surprised. You know, talking about. Um, you know, the Xbox year in review. I was surprised at the game I've played most in 2015. What's that? Metal Gear Solid Five. I'm not really? surprised by that I'm at kind all. I'm shocked that that did not bump I, Destiny. I feel like you talked about that an awful but lot. I feel like mm-hmm. I played Fallout 4 more. Mm-hmm. I can't believe that. Maybe just I not put more yet. Hours. Are, you, are you fully through? You're done? You've done your completionist? You're at the top of every, you know, whatever faction you decided to do for Fallout? Oh, no, I'm going back and playing more. But well, I, I'm taking yeah. a break still. So that's what I'm back. saying. Like, I feel like the fact that you're like, oh, I'm playing some other stuff right now, when Gavin has not stopped playing Fallout since it came out, I feel like you could put more mm-hmm. time into it. Mine couldn't, I couldn't get it to load out here, so I can't tell you what my most played game is. You know what my most played game in 2015 is? Hands down, Netflix. Mm. <laughs> Netflix is Somehow crazy. I don't think that counts. <laughs> it counts, it counts I, for I, hours. My problem is that I'm... I just skew Bernie's results because he's like it's his Netflix account. So set up a different, set up a different profile. I can't get mine to go. <laughs> yeah. um, uh, I, I I, mine was Dragon Age Inquisition. Oh, okay, that was a good one. I still haven't gone back and played that game. Like I have it, 
It's um, it's a game that is like it's awesome. It's like you know Mass Effect crossed with Skyrim, but with its own unique world. Like, if you liked any, did you play any of the earlier Dragon Age games? Played all of them. Because like that seems to be the big thing. I didn't. This was the the first one that I played, and then I I have the old ones. Like I bought them used, always intending to play them, and then just never quite so, did. So I jumped in with Inquisition, and I feel like there's a lot that would make more sense and it say, would I, be richer contextually if I knew the history that of the world. Seems confusing to me because oh, it, it it went, I, I've played the the older Dragon Age games, and I've played Inquisition, and Inquisition just puts you in that world, like mages and Templars, and doesn't explain. The relationship between them and nope. why oh, that's very that, significant to that world, right? Yeah. It's like, and I remember in Inquisition. I was, I, I remember playing, it thinking, "Oh, well, I'm glad I played the other games because I'd be lost right now." Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh no, I was lost for a vast majority of the game, and I think that if I go back, you know, it's 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 like I wouldn't equate it quite to starting Mass Effect three without playing the first two because it's not the same characters, <coughs> but it is the same world. And so like all of that world building that they've done and all of that history that they've built up, you're you are starting yeah, you're just dropped into the middle of it. It's it doesn't make a whole lot of sense. I ended up doing a lot of supplementary reading as a result. Like, mm-hmm. what the hell is this? Because I figured that was kind of my responsibility coming into a series later. Well, but, I think for accessibility or for to reach as wide as a, a group as possible, that that would be on them to try to explain it or have something in game. Yeah, you'd think so, but which isn't to take away from the game. It was a great game. I mean, and, and they they do have a little bit going on. Like you could go remember there was that web based tool you could go in and make previous decisions, but those decisions, if you hadn't played the games, didn't make a lot of sense either. I remember going to that website, looking at a bunch of the decisions, and going. But it doesn't make any sense to me. And going away. So it might be, and it's really easy for, I think, people who live with a world to get used to the idea that everyone else also lives with that world. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, it's at some point, like, if you're jumping into a series, like, it's it's weird with this series because it was Dragon Age Origins, then Dragon Age 2, and then Dragon Age Inquisition. Well, there was, there was let's see, there was Dragon Age, there was... One Dragon Age, and then wasn't Dragon Age Origins attack on to Dragon Age? I think so. Was it? Yeah. I think the original one was just Dragon Age. I'll look it up here. Was it? I well, Yeah, maybe I'm misremembering, but it felt like that was the first title. My uh, my thing finally loaded. My most played game, and I forgot that I spent like a month trying to get that friggin' achievement I never got was Limbo. That yeah. stupid Limbo. five less oh. deaths achievement. I felt like yeah, every really? time I wasn't near Gavin, I was trying to get that stupid achievement, and I... Every time I died, I had, like, a checkpoint. It was, like, if I died on this one thing, I would just, like, let the run go. And it was that damn when you're, like, in the cocoon and you have to hop out of the oh. way. Like, I blow that jump every time. It's, like, you have to go, like, a half jump and then jump a gap. Mm-hmm. I blow that jump every time and I'd be, like, fuck it, I'm done. And oh. then I'd pick it back up. And you're, so, you're, okay, you're, Ryan, you were correct. correct. Yeah. You're, the, you're okay. the right one here. I'm the wrong one here. It was Dragon Age Origins. And I'm thinking of Dragon Age Origins Awakening. Yes, that was kind of a DLC. Yeah. I was limbo. You want to play game? That's I, no well, joke. I literally, I tried to get that five, death, that less than five deaths achievement for like a month, and I, I could not get it. I saw that on the list of achievements and immediately went, "I will never get this." And I just, I didn't even attempt it. Bernie did it on a Twitch stream. Yeah, Bernie did it, and I was like, "Oh, I'm not gonna do it." And then Bernie did it, and I was like. But he, uh, he'd, he'd done it before, though. He did it on the 360 version, so he had done it before. He knew he could get through it, but even he, like, after... And he'd played it several, like, a whole bunch of times to practice to get ready for, for the attempt, and uh, even so, he ended up doing it like he was on the last death, 
as you went through and almost, almost didn't make it. The glass it was, break it was thing is like, I, I'd waste 25 lives there, I feel. Like, it's so, <laughs> at the very, very end, like, I must have spent a solid month of, like, every time Gavin was playing something else, I'd be like, he'd be like, what are you doing? I'm like, nothing. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm not playing Limbo. I was playing Limbo all the time. I forgot. I wish I completely the, forgot. Yeah, I wish the stat tracking on how long you played, some, played a game was not kind of broken, because... Uh, it seems like to me that anytime you leave your well, you power down your console but don't shut it all the way off. If you didn't force quit the game, your time in game keeps running. Or, or yeah, yeah. Because <clears throat> there's there's so many games that I'd be really curious to see. Like, what does that actually mean? How long did I really play that game? And I bet you anything, Destiny is my most played game over Phantom Pain because of just having. But didn't Phantom Pain also do the same thing where the timer kept I don't going? No, I really don't know. I have that with a lot of Steam games where it's like, you've played 10,000 hours in Long Live the Queen or whatever. And I'm like, well, I didn't really. I just left it on in the background while I was doing something else. All right. Everyone made fun of me when I said that that's what I had with How to Fool Boyfriend. That I just left it running for 24 hours. And I was like, ha ha, you just really love banging birds. (laughs) No one believed me. To be fair. I really do love banging birds. Yeah. <laughs> well, now that Holiday Star is out and it's holiday themed, I'm going to play it this week. Well, I feel sure. like it's a, it's a proper lead up to Christmas. It's going to be make me grateful for all the things I have, like not an apocalypse where the birds get super smart. Or not playing How to Full Boyfriend anymore. What was your most played games with gold title? Was I think mine option? was I think mine was Ori. Mine By the was way, the Valiant Hearts. Phantom Pain actually has kind of like a built-in excuse for having being a most played game because so many things in that game required real world time. Like you, if you needed uh, to build an FOB, yeah. if you needed to develop a weapon, uh, you could just you'd have to just leave it running. Child of Light. Mm. So oh, what are we on, Maybe at? that's what mine was. Let me go look at my thing. Most played game games of gold. gold. Game of gold. Yeah, mine was Valiant Hearts. I went through and got all those achievements. Oh, um, Rayman Legends. Wow. Eli loves it. Oh, really? Yeah. No, that's that's his favorite game. It's funny. Like you talk about your most active day. And mine is just some random day. Yeah, mine like, too. It's like June 8th. Like, what oh, happened? Oh, yeah, mine's September 1st. I assume that that's like maybe uh, what I was guessing it was was like the day you got the most achievements, or I don't know. Like, I, if it was just like the day you were online the longest. I've, I've, I've only unlocked 225 nope, mine achievements. Was of, mine was Child of Light as well. Yeah. Oh, I did play Child of Light day twice. My most active was. day was just a, a Tuesday. <laughs> Um, Three thousand two hundred eighty-four hours on Xbox Live. Yeah, mine, mine like, was a Monday. Oh, did I say what mine was? Mine is. Oh, there we go. I spent one hundred thirty-five hours. Oh, and I, yep, I spent one hundred thirty-five hours because I didn't play anything. Like it was pretty much Dragon Age, and then the exclusives, and that was it. Oh. Ryan, it's, how often were you in? What's that? How, how, many how hours? long? Three thousand two hundred eighty. Good God. Of a possible 8,760, I think. A thousand. See, a thousand. I would well, love I do that Don't all stop day. at my 1,000. No, I'm just like, Not I do that all At least your quadruple digits, unlike someone. Oh, <laughs> I was about to say, I mean, it's, it's, these stats are kind of interesting to me because I, I live in a world of people who yeah. just game constantly. No, I got fucked by all the people on my friends because it's like, on average, <laughs> your friends have 202 achievements and mine are like, you unlocked 40. Well, like... like I don't care at all, but I have all the idiot achievement hunters on my friends <laughs> list, and they're all unlocking achievements like crazy. It's... I would love to see like something that could take all of those platforms, like the Xbox interview, and then do like add that with the PS4 one, add it with the PC one, add it with like the Wii one, like how something that 
really adds everything up. In fact, for a really long time, like way after everyone else stopped using it, I used, um, was it Raptor? Oh, God, I forgot about Raptor. Oh, yeah. I used that for ages. I just let it track oh, everything. Oh, yeah. It'd to be like see... getting achievements. Because it would, it would keep track of your games across multiple platforms that I could be like, what am I actually spending all my time playing on? And I don't know, for all I know, it's still running. <laughs> it just, you know, and I just like turned off notifications for everything after a while. But, um, it would be nice to have something that shows you a picture of your gaming across all platforms. Because mm-hmm. I look at this and I'm like, oh, wow. Like, I'm, I'm like, I, do I not play games? I'm like, no, I fucking play games. I'm just playing on different I'm, platforms. Bitches and Steam won't give me that. I'm surprised that Steam doesn't put that out. I feel like they're Doesn't very analytics-driven. Like, be really you'd cool. be able to pull uh, it. I can see my hours, like, per game. There like, may actually be uh, something that does that. I, was, I remember Ooh. seeing an article the other day that was talking about all this. It's like uh, sub-trackers. Basically, for mm. Steam, uh, like Steam DB and things like that, uh, and there may be one that aggregates that information for you. Cool. Yeah, so it might be out there, but uh, no, it's, it's weird to see the stats and see because uh, I'm it's like top one percent on gamer yeah. score. It's like I, I will work in a world where everyone around me is like six digit gamer scores, and I'm got way less, and it's like I don't think of my gamer score as being well, high. I I didn't, I think you said that you got. 21,000 gamer score this year? Yeah. I have a total over my 12 or 13 years of Xbox Live. I think I'm at 45,000. Yeah, I think so I'm at like So in one something. year, you've gotten almost 50% of my lifetime achievements. Yeah, I, I, until I dated Gavin, could not give a fuck less about achievements. I never went out of my, I didn't even look at the list. Like I'd pop an achievement and be like, oh, neat. And then I'd continue with my life. <laughs> But like he's always like, what is that? Is that an achievement over there? And then and then everybody else makes you look like a chump. And now you spent a month of your life in limbo, in limbo trying to get that friggin' achievement because I just wanted it so bad. Well, that's, that's I wanted to be example. cool like Bernie, to be fair. <laughs> but anyway, my gamer score is super low because I don't care about achievements, and um, and it's like I'm the top ten percent or something. And I was like, wow, that I think that just means people start accounts and then get zero gamer score. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? I think that means or they don't have that. a lot of access to a lot of games. I mean, that's True. it's an expensive habit to try and get a lot of gamer score yeah. because you're constantly having to get games. But uh, I think that Limbo is actually a great example or the achievement you're going for is a great example of when an achievement is done well. Like when it actually is a good achievement as opposed to like kill four of these guys. Uh, it adds a, a sub game to the game. Oh, I think uh, I, the only other time I can remember being like, I gotta get this achievement was Resident Evil 5. There was an achievement for taking your knife and cutting an arrow out of the air. And there was, like, one guy at the beginning who just, like, shoots arrows at you, like, and he just stays a safe distance. So I just, like, chop, damn it. Chop, damn it. <laughs> chop, damn it. Chop. Oh, I got it! Like, this is, like, the only other one that I was like, yeah! That's great. That is an example of taking, yeah. uh, uh, giving you something to do in a game that's not necessarily part of the game, but changes your gameplay style just a little in making an interesting sub-game out of it. I, mean, I wish more achievements were that way. Limbo has, a, a like, an extra game in it where you go and get these eggs that you stomp on, um, and they're difficult. Some of them are completely in the dark, like you have to traverse this whole thing. And I always love when right, I can't like find something. It's like you're in the dark and there's a buzzsaw. Yeah. The shortcut. Yeah, you gotta use, yeah. like, the, the sound to go with it, uh, to get it. Um, but I love when I'm like, shit, how do I do this? And then I look it up and it's like an achievement guide. <laughs> or like I'll hear Gavin like looking up an achievement and it's like we're watching our own content to get those achievements. <laughs> yeah, what's, uh, when the Uncharted collection came out uh, recently you know, on the PS4, uh, I was replaying through, I think it was Uncharted 2 at the time. Best one. And uh, there was like uh, an artifact I found. I was like, 
uh, what do they call it? Uh, treasure. And I was like, oh, I wonder where the, all the treasures are on this level. And I looked it up and I was like, oh, I made a video for this. <laughs> I'm watching my own video from five years ago when it first came out. Yep, that happens. Gavin will be like, oh, look, I made this video with Jack or someone. And they're like going through an achievement. It's so funny. Yeah, it, it was it was it was weird to me to think that like that video that had been made forever ago suddenly became relevant again and like could have a second life mm-hmm. because of a, like a remastered game yeah. uh, coming out. The analytics on that, speaking of data, would be kind of cool to see if it got like a bump because of the new Uncharted collection. Yeah. Uh, and, and speaking of Uncharted, uh, they have a, a theatrical trailer for Uncharted that's like all computer generated. I guess it's playing before some movies now. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Uh, and, and, and related to that... Blizzard has an Overwatch trailer that's also playing in theaters. Yeah, it's called like the an actual theatrical trailer. Huh. I mean, like it's not the first time. Like I've seen game trailers play before movies before, (coughs) but not many. It tends to be just like the big one or two games per year. It seems like more and more that's happening now. The Overwatch one. I'm glad you pulled it up. The Overwatch one looks fucking cool. Overwatch, I mean, like, they don't have to do anything else. People are already shitting their pants for this game. Yeah. They need nothing else. But if there's one thing that Blizzard is really good at, it's that cinematic style CG trailer. Yeah, and and they they nail it. That that trailer is really good. It's only like a minute long. If you have a minute, I highly recommend uh, you watch it. I still would like to see more game trailers show, you know, game. Actual Gameplay mm. footage. Yeah, like, I mean, I, I like the idea of, like, the vision, like, this is the cool world and feeling, but, like, uh, you were telling a story about... Diablo? The, the, the Diablo trailer, like, the, the Diablo trailer looks super cool, and Esther pointed out, you'd been, you pointed out to yeah. Esther, you'd been playing that game for a month? Yeah, yeah, she, she thought that game, she said that game looked really scary, do I ever play that game? And I was like, you've been watching me play that game for a month. To be fair, Esther had been drinking. <laughs> yeah, she <laughs> might have. But, uh, but yeah, you're right, I mean... They, the, the 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 CG cinematic trailer it like captures atmosphere or mood, but doesn't actually show gameplay. So but it is like it's not showing what you're going to be doing. It's really cool though, like with the new WoW expansion Legion that they showed at uh, BlizzCon with the new Sylvanas and like her new outfit and like sweet new bow she has, and it was just like it's like that epic moment where you're like, oh, you're cool again. Like I've seen so uh, Lady Sylvanas. A hundred times, but it's like, look how neat and shiny and cool you look. Like you get excited about it again. Mm-hmm. Wait, so. she was the she was a night elf, right? And then, well, no, she's a blood elf, and then blood she elf. gets she gets uh, betrayed. Undeaded. Yeah, and, and then she still... rises again to get her vengeance. Wait, she has so like a really husky, awesome voice. She's still undead, or is she less. Dead? I mean, you can't come back to life. Are you, what do you mean you can't come back to life? She's a. Uh, well, I mean, she she's the forsaken. She leads the yeah, forsaken. Okay, there you go. Somebody fact check the fuck like, out of that because it's been about ten years. Yeah, that, that's that's thoughts that she go back. She sings a so song, far. but she is she she comes up. She gets her comeuppance. Where's my Warcraft four? Hold on, let me just call. Oh, God, I would love this. Would be Warcraft hilarious. 4. I should I just say. call my mom and ask her the lore. Or just like speakerphone it. Mom, we only have thirty more minutes. Lady Do you think, uh, that's enough time? <laughs> um, it starts right. in the old days. No joke. I'll text her right now. Yeah, <laughs> I would. I would love to see Warcraft Four. Do you think we'll get one anytime soon? Uh, well, okay. After... Okay. First of all, let me take away the anytime soon because we are talking about Blizzard. Here's so the thing, it, though. It, even after they announce it, it'll probably be a couple of years. Absolutely. Well, they just wrapped up Starcraft, which, by the way, uh, I've gotten through the the main storyline of it. And uh, there's an epilogue that comes after that. 
And That's what I'm playing next. Starcraft. Starcraft. Uh, it's really? underwhelming. It's hugely underwhelming. Like the first two chapters really? had so much more impact. And the last chapter, you know, with the is the kind of like the culmination of it where it's like the Protoss versus the big galaxy spanning problem. And the, somehow it comes off with way less. I mean, you basically watch it's not really a spoiler. Like the, the Protoss have lost their home world. The whole thing is about them trying to retake. Right. Well, at the beginning, uh, them were trying to retake it. But the Protoss are just such unemotional, pontificating kind Ooh. of. Are you saying you, you you can't connect with them emotionally, Ryan? Is that what you're saying? It's yeah, you really can't. Like you just don't feel there because they're always. I mean, they just all they don't, never change their tone of voice. Really, like it's even when they're upset about stuff, it's just like. The same echoey psionic voice that just completely takes you out of any connection to them. It, eh, you know, it just you get to the end of it. And you're like the last mission too was completely easy, yeah. or at least of Brian, the regular. Lady Sylvanas Windrunner was the former Ranger General of Silvermoon mm-hmm. and is now the leader of the Forsaken faction in the Undead in the Horde. So. I believe I was correct. You were correct. And I, we'll see what my mommy t- – I told. I literally texted my mom, hey, mom, tell me the story of Lady Sylvanas in like 10 sentences and she's typing. <laughs> <laughs> that's strangely, we'll see what mom that's strangely adorable. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Do Are you a, a big fan of like the old school – like that old school isometric RPGs like Baldur's Gate, all those kinds? Yes. There's um, a game that you might enjoy <laughs> that just came out on Steam called Underrail. It's a post-apocalyptic... Hold on, I'm going to look up... I'm just starting to play it, so I'm going to use the actual description to give a better idea of the game. But it's um, it's a post-apocalyptic turn-based RPG um, where it's, it's... So it's... I mean, it's focused on combat exploration, tactical turn-based combat. It's kind of a whole, like, underground world. The idea is that... Um, oh, where is it? Uh, far future or surface has been uninhabitable... And so everyone lives in an, in like an underrail metro network. Hmm. That's where everybody lives. But it's um, the gameplay is, um, oh gosh, this, look, this looks like Fallout, by Fallout, Fallout Two. Yes, mm-hmm. that's what it was. Yeah, I mean, it's that's, like that's old exactly school, what this looks like. Like one, like one and two it says it's inspired by the special system, and then later editions of D and D. So like it's I'm just just getting it and just getting into it. It came out a couple of days ago. And um, but looks awesome. But looking at this now, it reminds me that I still haven't played Shadowrun Hong Kong. So that's what I'm going to play oh, now. That one too. And then uh, and then well, okay, Starcraft. Wait, you and well, you're, wait, you're so Shadowrun's going to beat really up long. Starcraft. Yeah, this yeah, because really. uh, I, I played Dragonfall not that long ago. Yeah. Uh, like I played the original one, Shadowrun Returns, when yes. that came out. Uh, I missed Dragonfall, so I just played that recently. And Dragonfall was. God, maybe one of my favorite games that I've played this year. Really? Uh, and uh, so now I'm really excited for Hong Kong. I haven't Kong. played Dragonfall yet. I no. need to play that one. It was really, really good. I, mean, I love the Shadowrun series. Like, got, I used to read the books. You got the Fallout Anthology, right? Yeah. The one that came the in the bomb? Yeah, yeah, they were books. Um, did you play? Because 1 and 2 are part of that. Yes. Right? Well, Fallout 1 and 2. Game, Have you played those? I played them I when like, I played them back in 99, I think. Oh, so you, I haven't played them since then. Okay. All right. Uh, but uh, going back to Warcraft for a second, even if we did get another, like if we got Warcraft Four right now, uh, if you hadn't played World of Warcraft, how much would the world be different, and you would just have no idea coming from three to four? Well, yeah, but I mean, I only ever like I played three, 
I didn't play anything before that to set the world up. I just sort of took it at face value. Mm-hmm. Did you play so, all the deals there? The well, they were expansion like like Frozen King, actually. like Frozen King and such. Yeah, uh, I played Frozen King. Okay, so yeah. yeah, I mean that even had a story to it. And if you were to then play a game after that, you at least knew where you were then. But where you are now, assuming that it didn't just overwrite World of Warcraft, like mm-hmm. uh, I guess they could do an RPG that is basically uh, the World of Warcraft story made RPG. But otherwise, you would just have to do There's so much so backstory. There's so much World of Warcraft story, though. Yeah. Even, like, playing World of Warcraft years ago and then going back now, it's like, whoa, everything's different. Mm-hmm. What has changed? Someone stomped on this city, and now it's all different. I mean, there was definitely story from 1 to 2 and then 2 to 3, uh, but they really took it a little bit further when they started kind of creating the hero system in 3. Do you think we'll have to wait until after World of Warcraft ends? To get a Warcraft, world. the world of Warcraft never ends. I mean, they've got. I'm sure they got an RPG team, right? Because that's who put together StarCraft. So they're gonna do something. something. Overwatch. Everybody. Well, Overwatch is already. Overwatch. Overwatch has its own team. Though. Sort out the door. So I mean, point. I I agree that like the StarCraft team has to go and they're working on something. Or they're all fired. <laughs> or they've been redistributed. No. <laughs> hey, sorry, you should have made a better the, uh, in the, chapter. The wow, first Ryan E3, Salty. the first E3 I ever went to was in 2001, and uh, it was like I know I went. I remember going to the Blizzard booth and seeing like Warcraft three before it had come out, and just like being blown away by how fucking amazing that game looked uh, at the time. And it's it's funny to me now to think back about that. I remember going to all the the E3s where StarCraft Ghost was like the huge next big game. <laughs> I played Ghost. I remember. I played it at BlizzCon, and then it went away. Um, You know, when I first played World of Warcraft, my first character ever was a mage, and I think I played World of Warcraft for probably at least a year before I knew where the Zeppelins were. How did you get? Mages have teleport. I could do portals. So, like, it wasn't until I made, like, my first serious alt that I was like, okay, how do I get off this continent? And I, had yeah. like, I, like, I, I started following what people. What race were you? Uh, my mage was a troll. Okay. And then I don't, uh, I'm not familiar with the troll start area, but like I know it, the undead start area. Then you have to get it. The troll area at, back then was like Sinjin Village, like down in Duratar, like down in like just south of uh, of. Uh, of Orgrimmar. Okay, well, so at least you were near Orgrimmar because yeah. the undead area you have to take a zeppelin because you're not even on the same com- continent. Right. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so it was it was really it was it was really confusing to me. I played the game like it was something that was so critical to the game, and I didn't know it for like a year. My mom has started the story, but I'm gonna wait till she finishes the story <laughs> so we can all have story time with my mom. Um, Is she doing like one sentence at a time? She literally started with one sentence, and it starts with "in her real life." So it's really <laughs> once upon a time. So once upon a time, long, type thing. Long I like ago. the qualification of real life. Yeah, in her real life, because she's real. Um, actually, when I got started playing World of Warcraft, it, my mom had been playing for a long time, and I was like, ah, that's, I'm not playing that, that's, that takes over people's lives, and, uh, and I was making Thanksgiving dinner with her, she was like, just create a character, just, like, dress it up, what would you be if you could be anything? <laughs> so I made, like, an undead rogue, and then she was like, what are you gonna name it? And I was like, oh, I don't know. Like, I she's don't, like I don't a know drug name. pusher. No joke. Then she's like, what are you going to name it? I'm like, oh, I don't know. I'll name it something dumb like Flasher. And then she was like, oh, it's kind of cool because like a rogue goes in and out of cover. And so like 
you can um like in and out of stealth like oh that's kind of cool like she flashes behind you she's like i bet that name's taken though and i'm like yeah probably she's like we'll just enter world and see if it's taken and i'm like okay and then i enter world she's like oh great you have your first quest okay here we go (laughs) (laughs) oh she totally shut the next day i got a new gaming pc it was my christmas present with world of warcraft and i played like 16 hours that day like i was absolutely addicted so the next day she gave you a computer game yeah. PC. So was that her just like really stacking the deck for yeah. the, how good the present was going to be? I, no joke. I think she got it that night. Like it was like Black Friday, like oh, a Black wow. Friday purchase. Um, yeah. She just was like, I can't be she's alone like, in the world. Of like, I need some DPS. <laughs> we, need, we need some, we need some, uh, some stealth DPS. That, that's how when, Bernie got me into Minecraft. Yeah. It was just like, uh, he's, he's like, you ever want to try it? And I was like, oh, you know, I think, I think my time has passed. Like it, it's been years that this game is out, and so many people have so much history with it. And I feel like it's just, you know, it's one of those games like Pokemon or something that's it's passed me by, yeah. and and that's okay. And he's like, well, if you just sit down, I just want to like show you how this works, so that you have like an understanding. And I was like, okay, sure, it's good to have a basic understanding of this Academic, stuff. It's a huge really. game. Yeah. And uh, went okay, so you just spawn into this new world. So hit that tree, mix, take the wood. I need to build a thing because you need to build shelter for the night. So like. Doing like taking, making a, basically a coffin in the side of a hill where I can just be safe for the night. And he goes, oh, okay, now you can make this. And I was, oh no, <laughs> oh no. It took about fifteen minutes, and I was like, I'm so screwed. Yeah. That's so funny because Gavin tried the same thing with me. I was like, I I played with um when I was at SourceFed, I played with like these guys who are like Minecraft, who like do a lot of Minecraft videos and stuff. And I was just kind of like the noob running around shooting arrows. And then and then he was like, did you ever get in it, into it after that? And I said, no, you know, I've never. I really got into it. He was like, all right, great. We're going to play together. It's going to be so much fun. And we built shelter and we found all this stuff. And he was like, do you want to play Minecraft again? I'm like, no, not really. Yeah. Just never, It just never took off for me. I was never enthralled by Minecraft. It got had me for a little while. Like, there's a couple of games I used to play uh, quite a bit with my wife, and Minecraft was one of them. But we, there was a period where we also played a lot of World of Warcraft together. Yep. And what got her was the holiday quests. Like, she yes. would see me like... You can become a tiny little gnome right. and be dumb in your little Santa suit and yes. yeah, throw just, snowballs at people. She got, we got started, like, at Halloween time. She's yes. like, oh, that's cool. And then, like, all the holiday quests. So we played a lot together. And um, it was right when, I think, right after Wrath of the Lich King uh, was the, the expansion at the time. And, uh, like, she started a gnome character, and I, she, she was a gnome warrior, and I was a human paladin. So Gross. I would heal her, and she'd just go around and, like, fight stuff. Gross. And dirty alliance. Or dirty, uh, yeah, dirty alliance. She wanted to be the gnome. Dirty. That, that's the only time I ever played dirty alliance. <laughs> but, um, so, I remember one time we were questing. By this point, we must have been, like, level 70 or so. I don't know. We were, pre- we were like, close to max level at the time. And uh, we were in, you know, one of the later areas and like some other random player came up to us like we were in an inn, uh, just like goofing around. And it meant, like I said, she was really small and I was really big. Some guy, some other player walks in the inn and goes, you two guys should fight each other. I want to watch you guys fight. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, what the fuck is this? I was like, what the fuck is going yeah. on? It was like the, the weirdest, creepiest encounter I had with a player in World of Warcraft. Was, then, wanna... Wait, but then did you duel? No, I was like, no? I was like get the fuck out of here. I was a prop paladin. And there's no way I was going to win that duel. Once <laughs> upon a time, I, uh, I tried to duel my mom and I got my ass handed to me and I never tried again. 
ever. <laughs> I was like, oh, mom, look how cool I am as a rogue. And we, she had started an alt to like come up with me. And I got my ass handed to me. And I was like, this is lame. I'm going to quest on my own. And Flasher never dueled yeah. again. Flasher never dueled Retired. again. Retired. Flasher, uh, you used to be able to sell your characters. People would sell them for money. Um, which was, you were not allowed. It was never allowed. But people still did that. it. Yeah. And you'd get like banned forever if you f- were found out. And Flasher was sold. Like, I, I was like, oh, I'm done with World of Warcraft. I gave it to my brother. And then uh, Flasher was sold. All right. So we have our story. Okay. okay. All right. Once upon a time. In her real life, she was the Ranger General of Silver Moon. Although she prevented a scourge invasion headed by Arthas, she fell in battle. And Arthas was so pissed at her that he ripped her soul from her and made her into a Banshee, which is why she's called the Banshee Queen. Uh-huh. As a Banshee, she was controlled by the Lich King. She broke away from him and reclaimed her body, but now she was an undead. She gathered her other undead, and together they became known as the Forsaken, and she their queen. Now she's typing more. I thought she was done, so. Uh, so, first of all, I know Arthas. Yeah. Because Warcraft 3. Yeah. It's great. Uh, would you want to reclaim your body after you die? Well, he, he ripped her soul from her body. Right, so. but like how, like how long was it just sitting there decomposing before she reclaimed but it? But she's like, an undead. So they, and they just look, she's like, a, but she looks good. She doesn't look like most of the yeah, other she's undead. she's mostly all put together. She's, yeah, she looks good. Okay. She's probably missing like a knee or something. Nah, they always she looks have. good. Yeah? Yeah, like the other 100%? undead will have, like, a hole in their face or, like, a bone. I guess he so just ripped like, her soul like, out, yeah, right? Undead. Yeah, she, well, cause she was, like, she was a hot elf, and now she's, like, hot undead. So basically her skin tone she turned blue. Well. She did good. And the, the story ends, the Forsaken joined forces. God damn it, Mom, stop typing. The Forsaken joined forces with the Horde and defeated the Lich King. That's more than ten sentences you run out of Yeah, no, she's pretty hot. She but I wonder hot. why she's hiding under that armor. Probably She's hot, and I've built most of that armor. This but time. it's it's good to know that her torso and that her boobs are intact. Well, in the new torso. the new armor that or armor that came out in the Legion trailer, she's got all that covered now. She has like a leather corsety midriff thing. So really, what we're uncovering here is that the the decomposition is progressing, and she has to hide it's it. She probably smells terrible. Oh, Maybe yeah. it's also like. She doesn't need to prove to anybody that her midriff looks good. She'll wear whatever she wants. Or that she's smart and knows that the vital organs should be covered. Although, do undead need to cover their vital organs? Not really. <laughs> They're Are, do they have out any there. vital They're organs? They're non-vital right? organs. <laughs> They don't have any more. I guess the brain, right? You can't lose a brain if you're the undead. Right. Got to take care of that. She's not wearing a hat, is she? I like the idea of a a bunch of undead people are running around and all like they're fully naked except they've got a big like collar here so they can't be beheaded Uh and just a giant like full head helmet. My vital organ. Yeah, like a diver, like an old diver (laughs) mask. (laughs) They're running around like naked with a diving belt. They're they're uh, big daddies. (laughs) (laughs) Um. I'm I'm normally the totally unrelated. I, I was just thinking about this for some reason. Um, I'm, I'm normally the kind of person who hates like. There's all those like aftermarket accessories that people sell for consoles, like um, like the third uh, party like Mad Cats type stuff. Right, like for the 360, there was like that cooler that you could like put onto yeah. the back. Um, but I did see a third party accessory for PS4 and Xbox One that I'm actually interested in. Shut the front gate. What is it? <laughs> Nico's making like this oh, little Nico. You want to get the hump back? The, the hump. It's like a hard drive enclosure, so you can put three and a half inch hard drives into it and expand your console storage. Mm. Don't you just, why not just plug in a USB 3 drive? It's more neat than just like having an extra drive hanging off the side. Wait, more neat. Okay, just like back in Notre Dame. What's your setup? Because the way, like, we have a console set up and it shows our hidden, and we just 
plug the USB drive into the back USB port and just leave it behind there. Yeah. We, we never unplug it. We never see what it. Kind, but it's like, a, it's, it's USB powered though, right? It's like a little two and a half inch drive. Yeah. yeah. Like this would be a three and a half inch drive that you could potentially put like a 10,000 RPM drive in there so it's faster. It's not just like some shitty two and a half inch but drive. Will okay. But then you yeah, that to... because it only. Yeah, accepts... Wait, I'm sorry. You think Gus won't? That's, that's no, my, Gus, that's my Gus biggest complaint. And, and when about. I got my PS4 at launch, that's the thing I was most interested in was, and that it, like, could I put a 10,000 RPM drive in there, or like, what kind of drive could I put in there to make it faster to try to reduce load times? Well, but the PS4 it itself, you actually can. You swap can take drive. it apart yeah. and swap the drive, right? It's just the Xbox One that you. Well, I mean, I think on that one. You, you technically can, but it's, but it's really difficult. Really... It's an aftermarket hack that yeah. you're. Yeah, I yeah, think it actually, if they detect it, they may break your Xbox. Really? Um, I th- I think that's if you. I think they technically the can. Yeah. But it's one of those things that they're like, we can, but yeah, and I think they, it they, definitely it's gentlemen's agreement. They yeah. Yeah. Well, anytime you open up the console, avoids the warranty. Right? <coughs> so, so I'm interested from a performance aspect. Okay. Yeah, I'd be curious to see what your load time difference was. What, Ooh, well, why would you do a 10,000 RPM? That would be great. Yeah. Why would you do a 10,000? If you really care about performance, why would you do a 10,000 RPM drive instead of just getting an SSD? I mean, co- you look at like cost, performance. You know what? It would be good to do a right, comparison. Though, of, <laughs> now you've just bumped it up even more. Of uh, Yeah, like an, an S, like an external SSD, an external just like a normal plug-in USB drive, just a USB 3.1, and then internal storage. I've actually been looking at SSDs recently. So you can get a, a 500 gig, which, you know, is it's a decent addition if your console is already 500. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, it doubles it. but It does. But you realistically, if you're adding an SSD, an external SSD, strictly for better load times, then you're going to put all your games that you're playing there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's about 150 bucks right now. Really? Yeah. That's for 500 gigs. Really crazy in. cheap. Yeah. Uh, I'm changing it, my strategy. Yeah. And it's, well, I mean, it, it pretty much doubles. It's, so you get a one terabyte for about 300, 350. Uh, and they even have two terabyte versions now. But then it then gets pretty expensive. This is a man who's spent hundreds on ships that don't exist. So. Oh, we haven't even also, talked about that. <laughs> remember, man. SSDs are still tiny little things. Like, you could really just, well, I. I don't know that they make a. I'm sure they do, but I, it's not very common. An SSD that's an external hard drive. An SSD that's an external hard drive, right? You'd have to find like, mm-hmm. a, like one of those two and a half inch to USB three yeah. interface, or yeah. like, or like a, they do like a SATA to USB interface. They sell those. Do they? Yeah, I've seen those. Uh, the new thing now is actually not even uh, uh, SATA, but to go to PCIe. Like oh. the the fastest yeah, yeah. SSDs are now PCIe, and I think they're like up to a gigabit. Yeah, I can't plug that into my. I console. love that everything's like back, like back to PCI. Well, it's PCIe. PCIe, but yeah. still, no, I remember. No uh, one talks about PCI. I remember anymore. when I mean, you could on. have you could have what, so you could have a, a PCI graphics card, or you could have an AGP, AGP graphics card, yeah. and everyone was like, "The AGP is the shit." Accelerated graphics port. That's right. Oh, I remember yeah. that. Shit. Oh, wait, was it accelerated or advanced? I thought it was accelerated. Oh, maybe shit. accelerated. His I whole life has been a lie. It's, it's like that in that era. I'm gonna assume it was accelerated. That sounds like it would be the word. AGP. The handbags. word of the time. What the hell is that? A golden path. It is accelerated. <laughs> You're accelerated. Uh, yeah, I remember. Like I had a P, like my first graphics card was a was a Voodoo. It was like a PCI version of the Voodoo. Oh, the Voodoo. And it was like it was this like shitty like well it's like really you don't have no AGP in your motherboard, huh? Okay. And so I got this like shitty PCI Voodoo 
graphics back, card. And, and back then, even have 2D. That, that's what I was going to yeah. say. Like, it only did 3D. You have to have a separate 2D card. The original <laughs> ones. Like, the Voodoo 3 was when they added 2D. Right, but if you've got a PCI version, yeah. I assume that's, like, the original No, it was, one. It was the 3. Oh, but it was, like, yeah. a shitty PCI they made, version they of it. They used to make them in both they flavors. Did. You get a PCI and AGP. Yeah. The, my, like, my first AGP card, I was like, I'm living it now. Uh, <laughs> living it. I think my first one was an SDI Velocity uh which that company eventually got bought out by Nvidia. Mm. So my my Nvidia leanings go way yeah. way back. I had a uh, I think mine was like a Riva TNT. Yes. Oh, I remember those. Yeah, it was a <laughs> Nvidia Riva TNT. I think it had 16 megs of uh not not 16 megs, 16 megabytes yes. of uh of video <laughs> RAM, I think. Oh man. Like I remember the first when I got my first hard drive I think that was over 100 megabytes. Mm-hmm. It was like it was like four hundred, and I was like, "Set, Set for, life. <laughs> it's for real now." Yeah, I stole it from my mom <laughs> because she she ordered like she got a whole bunch of parts because someone was like a friend was a family friend was going to like build her a PC or whatever, and I was like, I was like, "You don't need this hard drive here. Let me give you mine." And I gave her my hard drive and took hers and went, <laughs> plugged it into my like my personal PC and was like, "Oh, I'm going to ever quest the shit out of this now." <laughs> That was back when they used to measure hard drives. The, the like their big talking point was like the number. It's like it's like having a hundred floppy disks. Yeah. <laughs> wow. No. I can store everything. We're getting to the end of the patch, so I just want to, my mom finished okay. the story. Oh, so, okay. Wow. So what? Last time we left uh, Sylvana, she had joined On our last episode. The Forsaken had joined forces with the lich, with the Horde and the defeated Horde. the Lich King. Right. So she remains in the lo- the realm of the living, just as long as her Valkyrs survive. She knows that she will eventually succumb to the darkness, so she presently is trying to conquer the kingdoms, conquer the eastern kingdoms for the Forsaken. She's my hero. And then I said, awesome, I'm going to read this on the patch, and she said, OMG, I thought you wanted a more off-the-cuff thing. (laughs) (laughs) The end. There you go. So the so, story, the story of of my mom's hero, Lady, Lady Sylvanas. The full write up to to be discussed later. Yeah, I guess. apparently. <laughs> apparently, the fifteen text message was just an off the cuff thing. <laughs> That's a short version. Like, yeah. She really didn't want to have time to really delve into she didn't, the intricacies. But she could if she um, needed yeah. to. <laughs> I, feel like, I feel like we have a, a good understanding. Yeah. I feel like that's that's more than even I understood. I played the shit out yep, of. Same. Uh, World I'm of like, Warcraft. yeah, she was forsaken. She got her comeuppance. She's part of the Forsaken now. Yeah. Well, like, okay. That's, like, that's from the quest lines that I had to do for her. That's what I got. So there's where you tie in for Warcraft 4 is. Because she can't conquer the Eastern Kingdoms in World of Warcraft. Because if she did, then that would completely change. Basically, the Alliance would be kicked off the island or the continent, right? So that's one of those things that just kind of is going to have to stay at some sort of a stalemate. Or they're going to just... Until after. Or yeah. she'll become a villain or yeah, some other thing like that. But if they were to do an RPG, there's a good tie-in. That's true. The Forsaken versus the Alliance. But the uh, you never play as anything really other than the Alliance in any of the RPGs, right? But now that you can play as Horde in World of Warcraft... No, that's not true. I like, guess, yeah, I guess you, you... It'd be remiss if you couldn't choose. There was... Uh, I think later on you, you're allied with the Horde, so you may have gotten to control... Well, no, that was... Uh, back in the good old day when you, just like StarCraft, you played every Did you just side, say but... the good old day? Back in the good old day. Back in the one day. day. Just one. Also, my wife's birthday. It was weird. <laughs> uh, I, like I played it. so many games that day. <laughs> I like that that wasn't even ironic. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I, you know, I played Warcraft 3 back in the day. And then a couple of years ago, I was at uh, a Goodwill here in town. And I saw that they had uh, like a used copy of Warcraft 3 for sale there. And it had like... 
the product key in it still. I was like, oh, okay. So I bought it for like two bucks, took it home, activated the product key on my Blizzard account. It's like, great, I can download it now. And I just threw the disc away. <laughs> it's like, because, discs. Yeah, because like, I don't, I don't even, I don't think I even had a disc drive in my computer. I was like, yeah. okay, okay, cool. I can download it from, you know, battle.net yeah. now. And I just, I, ha- I have it. Like you all I needed was the key. disc just to assert your dominance. Yeah, exactly. Server. I feel like you need to like, you go home and you break discs and you take it. This was mine forever. I stole the code. <laughs> How did it still have the product code, though? That's pretty amazing. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. easy. It, it was, it that's was, impressive. Well, it, actually, I guess... I used to do that all the time. I used to always go to... It was one of my favorite things to do was go to garage sales and, like, Goodwill and just see, like, what old games they had and just find tons of stuff. Like, I've got a, a fuck ton of old games. Like, you wouldn't have needed... Like, the product code, you... I forget, did it even have you enter it when you installed it? The product code is really only relevant yeah. now that you can activate it online. It used to be something you typed in. So. Yeah, it's something you type in, but then you might have to like register it, but you'd register yeah. it directly with Blizzard. Yeah, that's what happened. I think yeah. back then it was just a product code to allow you to install. And then when you go to Battle.net, since that game predated Battle.net, it was like you can enter an old product key and then it'll associate that. Like it'll basically mm-hmm. associate that forever with you digitally. Yeah. Yeah. So and, now you couldn't take a game in, obviously. Like your key would be... Right, like if someone else tried that right, it would say this key's already been redeemed. So I got it. How pissed would you have been if you got all the way home? They were like, "It was like two bucks." I was like, "It's a gamble, though." Right, it was a gamble. Right, yeah, but it paid off. I feel good about it. It was a wise two dollar investment. How much was the game? How much is the game now? If you just bought it from Blizzard, Battle Chest is still like thirty bucks for some of the like the Diablo one, I think. That, that, I mean, that includes Diablo 1, Diablo 2, and then a lot of the expansions, I think. But I think World of Warcraft is similar. What if some of the old copy production came back? Do you remember some of the oh, crazy God. ones they had where, well, let's see, Leisure Suit Larry, uh-huh. they, had, um, they did their age check by giving you a quiz, mm-hmm. and everyone just memorized the answers. Or It was they... stuff that you'd only know if you were probably a little bit older. Yeah. Yeah. Or there was... Uh, there were a lot of copy protections that would tell you to go into the manual yeah. and enter. It's on this page, the third word on blah, 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 blah. They would tell you that. So you'd have to use a manual. First of all, people would have to come up with manuals again. <laughs> <laughs> When's the last time you got a manual with the game? Oh, God. Uh, that actually meant anything? Mm-hmm. God, I don't Probably remember. like a Super Nintendo game. Like, it's been so yeah. long. Yeah, I like. I can remember getting maps with... Uh, with some like the Elder Scrolls games or something last generation. Uh, really yeah. liked those. I miss GTA I miss really cool physical maps. That's but true. That was just like a poster or That's something. You know, yeah. Like, yeah. But uh, actual manuals, man, the, it's been a while. I remember with uh, X Wing, it was similar, but every page in the manual had like a different name of a planet that was written like in basic, like in the Star Wars script. And it's like when the game launched, it would show you. You know, like the script for the name of a planet, you'd have to look through your manual and be like, "What planet is that?" All right, <laughs> Dantooine, and then you'd have to like, <laughs> like Dantooine, and then uh, I would let you launch the game. But eventually, I lost the manual, even no! though I legally purchased the game. But I'd played X Wing so much, I had memorized all of them, <laughs> so it didn't matter anymore. I was like, "All right, yeah, it's Yavin, uh, you know, Dantooine, whatever, <laughs> whatever, like, Dagobah, leave me alone." Yeah, Dagobah was another one. It sucked, but. Whatever, that's what you did at the time. You I used could to pick have... up girls and be like, "I don't even need an X Wing manual." I know all the planets. Like uh, I had to make, a, and then this <laughs> is way back in the day. I had to make a special boot disc whenever I wanted to play X Wing to dedicate my RAM Your as EMS RAM. memory. Yeah. Right. Uh, that way I had like DOS was stupid. Yeah, I was like, oh my, I was like, oh, I want to play X Wing. I got to reboot my computer using this disc. 
and then my computer will have enough EMS to play yeah, X Wing. Well, you, you had that original like secure that. 40K that was protected, and then you had the expanded RAM. What was it? It was XMS, EMS, yes. and um, there was one more I can't remember right now. Because they couldn't think in numbers that big. I had the same problem with, or a similar problem, uh, when I wanted to play 7th Guest and 11th Hour because they ran in DOS and then what was like Windows XP or whatever got rid of DOS. But it'd have a false DOS prompt, but that wouldn't fool the disk enough so you had to like download a special program. And it was so annoying. And then finally you could play it. Mm. It was, I had back, uh, it was, God, this was MechWarrior, the original MechWarrior um, that was 3D. Uh they sold a version later after computers had gotten a little bit smarter, and it came with a program that was specifically designed to make your computer stupider uh, so that you could yeah. play it without... Because they, they had no frame limiter on it, so it would just go... You'd turn it on without it, and you just fly across the map. Like, everything you did would be at super speed. So they had a program that would just do prop like math problems to eat up part of your CPU. Wow. Slow it down. Yeah, it was to like- literally occupy part of the CPU's uh, cycle time. So that you could play it at a normal speed, like clock it down by making it do busy work. That's really funny. It only, and it worked for about thirty minutes at a time, and then you, and then all of a sudden everything would go back to fast. Like I, I guess it solved the problem. Yeah. <laughs> all right, well, it ran out of problems to try and solve. <laughs> it's about time to wrap up. Yeah. So uh, I want to thank everyone Man, for that watching. A, that was a nostalgia filled podcast. It was, it was a nostalgia nostalgia filled episode of the patch, and uh, we'll see you guys next week. All right. Merry Christmas, everybody. Happy holidays. Hey, we're, welcome to Game Club. Hey guys, yeah, we're, we're talking live. about Parsecs, I know, but we Parsecs are an important discussion. Ashley yeah. hates all of our fun intros that are supposed to be out of context. Last She's time immediately she was, like, and none. Whatever, last time she was talking about craps. That's true, but you guys mm-hmm. started in the middle of a conversation. Which, that's the point, is so that people wonder what was the beginning that's of true. the conversation. They were talking about Parsecs. And how Neil deGrasse Tyson. Let's talk about Ashley having none of it. <laughs> Fine. We'll I feel talk like she's going to hand out homework and we just fill it out and give look, it back. Look, we're here to talk about Guacamelee. It's very true. A, a suitable game to talk about for an extended period of time. And the last of our game clubs for this year, actually. Yeah, yeah. Or well, the last of our new game game clubs. Yes. 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 Yeah. I'm yeah. excited. I love this game. I was so happy that this came up in the cylinder. Um, I actually I didn't play this game for a long time right after it came out uh, because it came out for PS3 and Vita, neither of which I had access to at the time. And I resolved like I just I resigned myself to never having never getting to play it. And then it came out on everything else in a couple of different editions. And it's so worth it once I actually like finally picked it up and got to playing it. So much fun. It's a it's a really great game. I actually saw this game at IndieCade twenty thirteen. Um twenty thirteen I think. And Drinkbox Studios was there showcasing their game and just to get to see them directly interact with people who were testing their game at the time. I mean getting to test the game at the time was very cool and then uh to see it come out on a, a big platform and then see it come out even bigger than that it's just so exciting to see kind of the development process that goes through that so every time it comes out every time people talk about it i brought this is probably the fifth video that i've, do- I've talked about guacamole in. um i'm just so excited because those guys were so cool mm-hmm. yeah. but what did you think about the game the game's amazing it's it's fantastic it was easily one of the most polished games at indiecade that i saw um if not the most polished game it's so much fun the co-op is great it, it you don't get in each other's way like it manages to make things feel tight and exciting without feeling like you're stopping on one another's heads which is great it's uh, also nice that it's drop in drop out yeah. i will say if you happen to be playing with a four-year-old 
Occasionally, that can get in your the way. The have <laughs> got to be really annoying if you're playing with a four-year-old. The main issue I had, well, no, again, for to, to start with, I would like to say, though, I, I completely agree. It is a great co-op system, and I, I liked it a lot. Um, the, the main issue I was having, which, who's playing with a four-year-old? Uh, well, you are. Me, you are. Other than me. Is he, he would get so wrapped up in remembering, like, the controls, like, to do up and B and things like that, that we'd go through a door, and he'd just keep holding up. And so we'd go through the door, I'd walk three steps, and then go back through the door. And then we'd go through the door, and walk three steps, and then go back there. And then, Eli, please! This is when, I don't know why you didn't, just mm-hmm. unplug the controller, and then you're controlling, you're controlling my man. We're the same man now. And you just give him a controller that's off. Come yeah, on! he doesn't buy that. Really? No. Oh, that's he's like past that point, huh? Oh, yeah, okay. he absolutely knows when he's in control of something. That's Though nice. it is really cute when he's, if we're, like, running along, he's like, wait, wait for me, friend. Come on. Friend? And he's, he was playing. Is that what he called? You're not his dad anymore. You're just friend. Well, he's, he's talking to the characters on the screen. Oh, oh I see. And he was he was playing as uh, Tostada, I think, yeah. is the, mm-hmm. the girl. And he, he thought it was Spider-Man. So he's like, I'm Spider-Man. He, he's, he's not Spider-Man. Tostada. I'm pretty yeah. sure you can get like in the Steam Workshop, well, you were playing on Xbox, though, right? Yes, Xbox One. Uh, on Steam Workshop, you can get some pretty funny skins. They they have costumes in on the Xbox One as well. I haven't op- unlocked any of them yet, but I, I have started to look through them, and that's a whole other level of the game that I haven't even touched yet, which is the skins can actually modify your stats in some ways. Like uh, you acquire stamina faster, or you uh, steal life on melees and things like that. So that's a really cool like sub part to the game that... Uh, it's silver based and some of them are just like microtransaction mm-hmm. but a lot of them I think you can get with just the silver which is something you get for defeating areas uh, but uh, overall I really like the game it's, it, it's fun when you can have a game that takes so much from other games but doesn't feel so derivative like yeah. sometimes they borrow heavily from games and you're like well thanks you just stole some other game but this one it's like it's got so many call outs so many shout outs uh, like strong bads in there. There's references to Super Mario Brothers. There's obvious references to Metroid. Uh, well, I mean, I mean, it's a Metroidvania game. Yeah. Like for for those who aren't familiar with it, it's it's a side-scrolling action platformer that involves a lot of exploration and going back, to, like backtracking to places to explore new areas. Once you get abilities that will get you into those areas that were previously inaccessible, you know, pretty pretty typical stuff that way. But it doesn't feel typical when you're playing it. Which I mean, normally that's a that's something I don't hugely enjoy is having to go back to an area just to get through that one door that just has a treasure chest behind it. It's like oh, okay, I'll spend fifteen minutes going back to the area. I will say the teleporter system kind of eases some of that, where you can just hop in an old mech head and boop, you're off to the other area. Mm-hmm. Uh, and just moving around in the game is so much fun. The 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 transition time is so dynamic and interesting that it kind of takes a lot of the sting out for that. I think that the most interesting thing about this game, I don't know if they're going to play any gameplay while we're talking about it, but definitely the most interesting thing in my mind uh, is the art style. The art style is oh, by far. so mm-hmm. colorful and bright and fun, and I love that you're fighting like giant pinata monsters, <laughs> and uh, it's just beautiful. I think it was really the thing that stood out for this game for me. Yeah, I think this is going to be the kind of game that ages really well because of the art style, because it makes, it, like, it doesn't try to be realistic, or it goes in the complete opposite direction to be as crazy as possible. And it just, it looks beautiful as a result. And I think it's going to look beautiful for years and years and years to come. It's a simple, clean, cartoony kind of style that uh, just doesn't need, I mean, it's an HD and that's all it really needs. It doesn't, until we're ready for the world of 4K and everybody's like, oh, look how ugly it is at 1080. Yes. (laughs) 
Did you just cross your eyes saying that like this? Did I? <laughs> That's, well, it's the coming of UHD. It's making me a little. <laughs> um, yeah, I think, uh, the, like, the art style of the game, I don't know, I kind of think it was like an acid trip after eating, like, too many Doritos. Fair enough. Mariel, are you comfortable with your people being dwindled down to acid trip after eating Doritos? <laughs> she's comfortable with it it's um you know it's it's very it's luchador themed yeah but it also is it's very cheeky in like when it takes cultural references it's like yeah her name's tostada i feel like this is a game that muriel thinks i wrote about mexican culture like you think that's how it goes like it's the whitest white person is like, I know Mexico, her name's Tostada. And they're like, <laughs> me amigos. When I first started playing the game, I was a little bit worried by that. I was like, oh, God. I was like, is this is this okay for me to be playing? <laughs> I was like, this is... Am I, like, I was like, am I, I was like, am I, yeah, like, am is I allowed racist, to find this it? funny? Is or racist? is that, is that, like, bleh. But after, after about, oh, two minutes, I went... Yeah, fuck it. This is hilarious. Yeah, it's awesome. <laughs> it's just, it's cheeky and it's irreverent and it's insane. I mean, you start off by dying and going off to rescue El Presidente's daughter. Yeah. You need to get that sweet From El, El what's his name? Chalaka? Ch- it's oh, like, man, hold on. Chaka. Yeah. I'm, I I, I'm, they don't ever, they don't say it, so it's just words. Um, <laughs> just a bunch of us trying just, to say just it. Just letters. Uh, I did partic- particularly Carlos. like Carlos. Yes, yeah, Carlos. Carlos. How could we not remember Carlos? Those are yeah, look how awesome I'm pretty sure he's, he's got a last name, and that's the he does. thing. So. Um, I want to be on the chicken <laughs> outfit. I, I forget what the special ability of the chicken outfit is, but it, it comes with something. I love the Dia de Maybe you kick small humans. Right? Yeah. Well, you can become a chicken in the game. That's I especially love Carlos the part. Kalaka. There we go. Kalaka. Kalaka. There. You get, every time you get the power up and it's got this like dramatic scene and then eventually he just gives up on naming him. Just like, wall derp derp. Yep. <laughs> or the one time where it's just like, you get nothing. No power. <laughs> the little goat man is, is really cool. I like him. Yeah, the the whole thing is a lot of fun. How I had um, let's fifteen see. bucks on Xbox One. Yeah, it's fifteen on Steam as well. There are a couple Worth different it. editions. There's the gold edition, and then there's like a Turbo Super Turbo Championship edition that has some extra bosses and levels and some extra collectibles. I think. Um, that's the one I played because that's all the only one available on Xbox One. Yeah, Steam's got both. They're the same price. Why wouldn't you go I, for the I, I don't know why. Um, I actually, I originally got the gold edition. It was before the other one came out. And um, I had a problem when I went back to play this game for Game Club because I was very near the end. Mm-hmm. And I had a lot of really super cool abilities and the platforming gets really tough at that point. It's very precise. It demands a lot of you. And um, so I was near the end. It's been a while and I've forgotten fuck everything <laughs> like I, I don't remember a single move so i decided to create a new game to just go back to the beginning and at least like refamiliarize myself with the basics thanks to the beauty of cloud saves my save is everywhere and in order to make a new game i'd have to like erase the game that i have which i am not doing so i bought the super <laughs> super turbo championship edition so i have a different version wait so there's not save slots on the steam version because on the xbox one version there's like four save slots i well i went into it and it was just like um continue and so i went to like new game and it was like erase your progress nope hmm. that so, might have been something from the super turbo championship yeah, thing. Maybe. maybe or maybe a console only but that doesn't make sense either way i bought it twice and 
if it says anything about the quality of the game, I'm not sorry. Well, that's <laughs> no, that's good. I think that definitely says a lot about the quality of the game. Sure. Well, to be fair, I was told I was getting like an 80% discount on the Super Turbo Championship Edition as like a loyalty thing. Oh, that's cool. I'm pretty sure I paid the same price. What? Huh? I think you got a billing issue there. Yeah. Eh. I want to check some loyalty <laughs> to your wallet there. It's yeah. fine. Support Drinkbox Studios a little bit extra. Fair. I'm, pay- I'm paying a lot for a save slot. That's fine. Have they ever Fair. talked about a sequel or anything? They have not. I, I mm-hmm. mean, Drinkbox is working on something new, so. I'll never get to be one again. Never find out what happens. You know, like him this and is President this is the kind of game Daltrey. where I you feel like guess. it could have it could have a sequel and they could do really well. Probably not as one though. I feel like it'd need to be a different story. Can Megan, I be El guess. Presidente's daughter? Maybe she was secretly kicking ass the whole time. Could be. Man, she did reveal she's her a straight lack up of peach, isn't she? Uh, well, she did at one point reveal her lack of uh, virginity ah. when they're talking about sacrificing. He's like, "Ooh, El Presidente's daughter, is spicy." Hey, she gets around. You know, she has a good time. <laughs> It's good to be El Presidente's daughter. Hell yeah, it is. Live it up, bitch. <laughs> oh, uh, they're working on Severed. Severed. Mm-hmm. Which I believe, I, I remember looking it up because it, that's one of those names that's like terrifying and sounds like a horror title, and it's not. Isn't it like cute, though? Yeah. It's the cute. People were talking about it from E3 this year. It's actually about bunnies. Just happy bunnies. Severed. They just frolic You take about. control of a one-armed warrior named Sasha wielding a living sword. That was close. Not the game. So, maybe Sasha's like Which a, a just bunny. makes me think of Transistor, honestly. Hmm. Is is she one armed in Transistor? No, but she has a sword that talks. No, same with just dust a talking and a sword. Yeah, tail. I mean, come on. Yeah, but it's got. Um, Severed also has that same, uh, very similar, super cartoony art style that looks really cool. So we can at least, like, scratch the guacamole itch. Ah, yes. Okay. Well, All right. Yeah. Well, should we pull another game or should we wait? Let's maybe do next... it in the next episode. Because yeah, the next so... episode's our wrap up. Yeah, instead of, we're not going to play a game for the next episode of Game Club. We're going to talk about all of the awesome Game Club games we played this year and decide which our favorite was. And then we'll pick a new one for 2016. Yes. Guacamole, get it. It's yeah, good. It's get so it. good. So good. For 15 bucks. Worth the 15. Good, good, good buy. Yeah. I think that's like the second time maybe ever we've said worth whatever. Everybody agreed worth, that yeah. 15 bucks was worth a good it. price. All right. Well, yeah. thanks for joining us. We will see you next week uh, when we talk about a year in review of Game Club. So let's get ready to fight. We haven't been doing this for a year, have we? No, not a full year.